Yo, I dusted myself off after every time I got hurt, every time I got my feelings hurt, every time I took an L, I dust myself off, and we're going to go get it again. Every time. And again. And again. <laughs> and again. Really? Bloody lips, everything. Let's go. Because this, this life right here for me is one that I'm going to leave an example of my children. Never fucking quit. I say it so frequently on Instagram. I'm like, never quit. Never quit. No matter what. You ain't got a deal yet. You've been struggling. You've been trying it for longer, this and that. Go, try to do it for 31 days straight. If you do it for 31 days, now you try to do it for 60 days straight. Now you try to do it for 90 days straight. Now you try to do it for six months straight. Do it for a year straight. My one year made me a millionaire. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of real, must the motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm up in the play. On the way. Motivation for all the real ones, nigga. On the way. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next till I'm on the way. You ain't take risks cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. On the way. What's up, y'all? This episode is sponsored by Park Hill Consulting Services. If you're interested in learning how to purchase your first investment property or you need some help getting your finances in order so that you can purchase your first investment property, just contact us at www.parkhillconsultantservices.com and we can get you started. We hope you guys enjoy the rest of this episode. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. My name is Deanna Kent, and I have my co-host, Xavier Miller. What's up, y'all? And today we have a very special guest joining us. His name is Tony the Closer. He's a Amazon's number one best-selling author, CEO of the Closer Club, former NFL player, and a real estate investor. Welcome to the show, Tony. What's up? What's up? I appreciate you guys having me on the podcast today. Definitely, man. We appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on and uh, holler at us for a second. And for the uh, intro, we usually ask our guests the first question we always ask is just, "What was the start to all the things you're doing now?" Like, just giving uh, a background on yourself. <laughs> when you ask me a question like that, man, we can be here for for a couple hours. Uh, so, so to try to like just sum up myself uh, pretty as quickly and briefly as I, I can, um, I'm, I'm actually like a an athlete that that was, you know, super committed to just focusing on being an athlete, but thankfully having parents that that really pushed. Uh, uh, the education aspect towards me, um, and and my dad is is extreme entrepreneur. Um, he he's a real estate investor himself. So, um, really really growing up around seeing the Carlton sheets and all that stuff like that was what we consumed as far as in the car traveling and everything. Uh, so it was kind of being embedded in me uh, from from a young age. Uh, but I was solely focused on football. I made it to the NFL, but then it got injured. Um, and and when I got injured, it was like, now, you know, what's the next step? What, what are you going to do next? And, uh, you know, everybody calls me Tony the Closer. I was just truly a natural born salesperson. Uh, I always knew how to sell myself. And, and uh, that was like natural with football, obviously, you know. You're trying to be seen. You want to, you know. I went to a smaller college, so trying to like get, you know, promote myself to the the, the level of of being able to get recognition from from uh, 
from from NFL scouts and things of that nature. You got to be able to create a buzz about yourself. So I think naturally I had always been selling myself and uh, got into the auto industry after football because I got a, a very brief uh, NFL career. Just at a year, I got injured, hurt my foot at NFL Europe, and uh, and and came into the auto industry. Uh, no sales experience at all. Uh, no, like really not any knowledge at all of, of, of cars, truly. I knew where you put your gas in the car, but I couldn't tell you about horsepower, torque, uh, suspension trains, any of the things that I now know uh, from years of being an expert and, and selling, you know, hundreds and thousands of cars. Um, it, it was solely based off, like, you know, God gave me a, a ability to sell. <laughs> my first, my very first month in the car industry, I sold 22 and a half uh, vehicles in my very first month. No sales experience, no knowledge of cars or anything. Yeah. Um, and and it was crazy. And that was like kind of when I knew I had a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just kind of running it, you know. Yeah, and that's 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 kind of crazy though. Like, was your was your like father or parent one of your parents a salesman or something? Like, where did that come from? I just think that was natural. I think growing up, I always talked to people. Okay. Um, I was a kid that the parents always told to, you know, stay in the child's place and shut up. <laughs> because everywhere, everywhere I was, I was always reaching out to talk to somebody. You know, we go, we, we ride in the city bus in Philly or whatever. I'm sitting next to a complete stranger and I'm saying hi. Uh, nice shoes, nice, you know, very complimentary. Uh, and some of the very same things made it very easy for me just in, in life where I think like I can naturally walk up and approach people. Uh, so when when it came to to the the actual sales part, I just put myself in a position to be a very per, uh, people oriented. Uh, put the client first, uh, you know, provide value, and then obviously uh, that that would give me my uh, my results. I went on the back end. Okay, and so you said you went uh, after the NFL, you went straight to the auto industry. So what mm-hmm. got you into the real estate? So that, that's a that's a I mean, <laughs> my dad. Okay. So my dad is a, a 23 plus year real estate veteran. And um, he, he has started a, a wholesale company back in 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided I wanted to be a part of it. And it was like kind of for me, like I was at that point in my life where I was thinking about doing something different and um, had been doing a lot of gambling, kind of like wild lifestyle. Like I was really just like living on the edge. And uh, June of 2016 was like my intro into the wholesaling world, which which got interrupted in jo- uh, January of 2017 when I ended up in jail. Mm. Wow! So this this that, <laughs> that, that uh, so your first deal, what was that like? I always like asking people that. Um, well, for me. Uh, it was very easy and it didn't take a long time for me to get my first deal. And, um, and the reason why was because I came in with, with an advantage, right? I, right? I came in with somebody that was seasoned. I came in, um, working with a company structure with my dad. So, so that part, like I always tell people is kind of like unfair. Um, my first deal was kind of under a company umbrella structure. So it wasn't like, it was just like me out here, uh, solopreneur, uh, grinding it out. Like a lot of new investors are, and mine came more of a, from a company structure. 
Um, we were we were promoting pretty heavy TV ads, radio ads, and everything. So, um, you know, for us, a little bit different circumstances. Who can't stop circumstances and situation for for getting um, my first deal? Um, but but uh, there's been so many that are interesting. You know, obviously throughout the process, I think uh, when I switched from working in a company uh, atmosphere with my dad to doing my own. Um, I can tell you almost every deal because each of them all, you know, deals have character and they have like so many different like personalities, like to things that happen in them. Um, but I know more notably, uh, most people have been talking about a deal I did this year uh, back in August that, that, uh, was an $88,500 deal. Mm. Um, and that was a wholesale assignment, uh, fee just sent on a text message. So the reality is that. I, I got in contact with a seller for less than eight cents and made almost ninety thousand dollars. Wow! And <laughs> <laughs> so I, you already know what my next question is going to be. So how how did that how did that work? Yeah. So uh, for starters, like I, I tell people all the time, like in, in, in markets that are extremely competitive and things of that nature, you got to do things to separate yourself. Um, and one thing that I, I know, like everybody does right now, is they focus on uh, on postcards, on on mailers, and and cold calling, and and all these different systems that we know work. Right? We know like you can do any of those, and they all work. But the key is to find something that, like most of the time, you can afford and do it with frequency. Uh, because one thing that a lot of people uh, mess up in this business is they say, "Hey, uh, I called twenty five people, I called fifty people, I called a hundred people." Uh, but then they don't call again and again and again and again and again. Well, with with text messages, you know, you can send text for under 10 cents. It's, like it's costing you literally like pennies to, to conduct business. So you can send rounds and rounds and rounds of, of messages for, for a very, very low price point. So for me, uh, what I do is I, I uh, and I tell people all the time, I use PropStream extremely heavy. And um, PropStream is like literally how I find all my data I pull. I pull thousands of records out of PropStream. Uh, I skip trace those records, and then from there, I'll, I'll go and uh, I, I blast text everybody. Like, I mean, it's so cheap. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just carpet bombing like areas. So if I know, like for example, a lot of people focus on absentee owners or uh, things of that nature. I'm I, I can pull in my area, like Durham, North Carolina, for example. I can pull twenty thousand absentees. And I can send them all a text message, and it might cost me a couple hundred bucks. Um, and, and 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 opposed to if I was sending fifty cents or a dollar postcards, um, imagine the frequency. Look what I can do with frequency and difference for the price point. So I really focused on uh, things that would cost me the lowest uh, amount of, uh, of money out of my pocket, but I can do more frequently. And uh, I think that's been a key to my success to be able to really hit six-figure months and not work as hard as most people uh, do uh, because a lot of people work extremely hard in this business and I, I take a very uh, relaxed approach. Um, like, I, I go at my own pace. I'm not in a competition to say, hey, I'm doing 50 deals a month. I could easily do 50 deals a month if I wanted to kind of build out a team that way. But, like, for me, like I said, I knew where I wanted my life and how I wanted to build my life um, as far as the structure and how I wanted to work. Uh, because what happens is people say they want to be entrepreneurs and then they just go work for themselves forever. Yep. Like with no, with no, with no quality of life, you know, anybody that follows me on Instagram, you see I travel frequently. 
I'm always somewhere. Um, I'm really living and enjoying entrepreneurship. Um, I enjoy having my laptop as my as my as my desk. Wherever I lay my laptop, that's my desk. Uh, so so big focus, man. I tell people like try to find like a a, a good separation of being an entrepreneur and just being a worker because like everybody is, is like, hey, what's the grind? Like, okay, like for me, and I'm cool with grind because I'm gonna grind my ass off. But like, are you grinding? For a purpose, like, do you have a destination? Do you understand what you're going to do when you get to that destination? What does that destination look like for you? Uh, last year, I started off in November saying, I'm going to grind. I'm going to go every single day live on Instagram until people knew who the hell I was. And uh, and I did that every freaking day, multiple times on Instagram live until, guess what? People started stumbling across Tony DeClosa. Uh, it This time last year, nobody in the world knew who I was outside of like close friends and people who were like done, had done business with me. And, um, by, by just the consistency and frequency, once again, the more you see me, you have to pay attention. So, you know, I I take the same approach, like for whether it was in the auto industry, uh, we're talking to the uh, people that wanted to buy a car, whether it's in real estate, people that need to sell homes, uh, whether it's, me actually providing the service and trying to grow my brand and awareness of my brand, frequency is the key. Uh, so I tell people all the time, you you want to get your, your your girlfriend, for example, you can't be part time with it. You got to it, it's the frequency that comes with it. You, right. Maybe mm-hmm. you might not say yes the first time. You got to you got to get her, you know, to feel like she's making the right decision by dealing with you. You maybe have to get reassured. You got to do some things that you know that keep that attention high. And, and and when I when I put my focus on frequency, both in personal life and in business, uh, like this last year has just just blew up. Wow, that's amazing, man! And that's like your method with the texting. I'm not sure if I like because I speak to wholesalers all the time, I've never and, and I never heard that method before. So that's very that's 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 very dope and very interesting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my I actually like as I started building my brand and everything, I, I built things around me. Which uh, one of them was a software that was a text messaging software in the company, which I, it's called Lead Genie, mm-hmm. and we actually provide uh, a, a pay as you go, no monthly fee text service. Uh, so so we I, I provide this to to the masses because what it does is it changes the game. Right. I got people making fifty, sixty thousand dollars by sending a text message. What do we all have? Right there next to us all the time, our phones. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their phone. So if you can skip trace and get actual people that you know their phone is going to be on them, it's a game changer. It doesn't have to interrupt their day. Like even if you send it like at a jackass time at midnight, they might look at it later and but hey, look, you text me at the wrong time. But it's not as like if you called them and broke their sleep. It's not as you know. So, like, I, yeah, you're going to get some people that get, like, that still are jerks, and they're going to say, you know, smart, smart aleck remarks and all that. But guess what? It's on the, it's on the, uh, on the screen. It doesn't hurt my feelings. You know, I can keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I know a lot of investors that get into business and they start wholesaling. The minute that somebody says something, curse them out on the telephone or whatever, it, like, deflates the hell out of them. Yep. Well, guess what? Now you don't have to take this as personal because you don't even have to hear it. You see it on your screen, you can hit delete real quick and keep moving. Um, it's just really ways to really get to the people that you know have a high interest. The people that tell you to kiss their ass and, and whatever, you just delete and keep it moving. But the people that reply back, yes, how much can you offer? Been looking to sell in the next couple of weeks, et cetera, et cetera. Those people now, 
isn't it great to identify who's actually interested and who's not? Imagine having a list that you're cold calling and you got to call, you know, 2,000 people to find the 30, 40 people that might want to uh, talk about business. Imagine if you can shortcut that time that you would do on the telephone by simply sending a text message. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Like that. and what's, you, no, I just want to say, like, I like that a lot because, like, I know I don't answer every, like, unknown number that calls my phone. But the chances are, if I see a text a text message pop up, I'm going to look at it and read it. Right. And, you know, then I decide if I want to respond or not. But if I got a voicemail and an unknown yeah. number, I'm just probably going, oh, that ain't nothing. Yeah. Probably, you know, just scams or something like that facts and that's that's why it's so dope because like we always discuss like being an entrepreneur business person is always got to be some uh innovation creativity mixed in that a lot of it because a lot of times most people doing what works with somebody else but that might not necessarily work for you so you coming up with something being innovative and coming up with a different method than most is Mm -hmm. is is super dope and that's probably why it's really really working 100 that's why i know for me like i I have a cold call training course, right? And I noticed that so many people in my training literally uh, had like major issues when it came to uh, the fear of overcoming cold calling. So, uh, so the whole structure for me was go ahead, do do as necessary to to uh, to make it easier, even if that meant texting. So uh, I know, like we've been talking about wholesaling a lot. But do you do other mes- methods to invest in real estate as far as buying whole fix and flips or anything like that? Well, I'm extremely informed in all of it. Uh, just the way the structure of my life is right now, I'm pretty wholesale dominant. Okay. One reason because I have a huge event in Las Vegas, November 8th and 9th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm talking about that. having this huge event, I need some capital. Okay. <laughs> so I've been I've been wholesale dominant. Um, but but very very versed and and buy and hold and uh, creative deals, just because of the the nature of who I've been surrounded as far as my father. Yeah, right. and I'm glad I'm glad you brought into the the event because I definitely want to get into that the uh, 100K Club Conference. Do you mind just talking about that a little bit for the people who are probably not sure or don't know what it is yet? Yeah, so the 100K Club Conference is history uh, in the making. Uh, I started off. The, the 2019 with a goal of helping 500 people make six figures as entrepreneurs, whether that be through wholesaling, real estate, um, or anything. I just wanted to kind of give the blueprint of what I used in wholesaling uh, from that took me from being completely broke uh, to to how I made six figures. And uh, I didn't understand like the the wave of people that actually would, would be interested. Um, when I said 500 people, like I think within the first month, we had over 10,000 people that had signed up and downloaded the, uh, the actual blueprint. And um, it was just a massive like overflow of like great res- responses of people who literally took the action, took it serious and, and grinded. Um, and and I, just, I, I decided like on the IG Live one day, I was like, hey, man, this is our turn, man. We're going to grind this thing out together. We're going to work this thing out. And then we're going to have a celebration at the end of the year in Vegas. And like I told you in the, earlier in the podcast, like in the interview, I used to gamble pretty heavy. <laughs> so I have a relationship with Vegas. Right. And, and uh, um, kind of kind of a, like a, a backstory, you know, uh, I actually wanted to have uh, the an event with one of my, my partners, my ex-partner friend uh, and that we ended up, he ended up having in Dallas. Um, 
that event that was had in Dallas was like the conversation was like, let's do it in Vegas. Like, let's do that event in Vegas. And I kind of got blocked out of that one. I got left out of that event. And uh, it really fired me up to really put more focus on, uh, hey, if you don't want to give me, uh, let me be a part of the event, I'll go create my own. And uh, I just grinded, you know, like, and I decided, like, I wanted to make it about the people. I wanted to really push back and give, like, as much value as I could to people where, like, you hear so many people go to events and, like, they don't feel like they gained the information that's going to help them uh, make money. It's just like a pitch fest or something that, like, you just go there and, it's like you're, t- you're learning somebody's story, but you can't figure out, like, this story doesn't pay help you make any money. You can't implement their story. You can get inspired by their story, but there's nothing that's of true substance. So, um, you know, I-, I really just was focusing on, like, substance-based uh, people. And I started handpicking, like, people I knew that I looked up to and I knew that did extremely good things whether it was entrepreneurship or, or uh, in real estate, because I knew it was extremely important to give people like different flavors of like where people are in the business, because some people are, are newbies in the business. Some people are like uh, wanting to understand how to do creative things. Some people are ready to scale their, their already pre-existing businesses. So I really handpicked everybody that had like a different level of expertise, uh, whether like whether they're focused on fire damage properties, how to syndicate deals, how to get funding, uh, I wanted to really bring down and break the game down for everybody and make it extremely affordable. Like one thing I've I've done all year is just really focus on the people. Lucky participant is going to win a hundred thousand dollars in cash. Um, so so some, somebody can come to Las Vegas and uh, and purchase a hundred ninety seven dollar ticket. You can watch it whether uh, pay per view. Uh, from your, your uh, comfort of your home where you can come to Vegas and network and be a part of history with over 3,000 people. And, um, and it's going to be a history and a life-changing event because there's real education, how to get started in real estate, no money down deals, true education, not like, hey, look, you got to come see me and then you got to buy 30K more to, uh, to really learn the game. Uh, we're bringing 22 speakers that are literally going to break down the game uh, from beginning to end. Uh, the proper mindset always to how we find deals, how we source deals, how we find cash buyers, how we uh, source our deals. Like literally this is 16 hours of education, uh, two days. I tell people all the time, I say it's like working for uh, like getting $12.50 an hour for the type of uh, value that you're getting from these people. It's, it's really like insane. And that's that's so crazy because not only are y'all about to give Hell of a game, so with that already could help change someone's life. But y'all give us a person a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. so y'all really could be like the blueprint for somebody. Like they could take that money and do flip it so many ways with just the game they got. So y'all could be the blueprint for a family that built like wealth. They could be the first. Generation, you know what that's what it's about. Yeah, that's that's amazing for real. Like that's that's crazy. I never heard of an event that's gave away a hundred thousand dollars to someone before. That's Me neither. <laughs> I said this is you know this is a big deal I, I think uh the ability to be able to make an impact on somebody because maybe maybe somebody that's that's really struggling right now and going through some things and they just need that initial boost to give them that fire and that spark for their life mm-hmm. maybe somebody that's like hey they, they've been in business for a while and they just need the capital to get to where they need to go and now it's an opportunity that they want it so it's going to be somebody that god decides that the money's for them because it's going to be a random drawing uh there's no influence by anything. If it was, I'd be wanting it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but like, truly, we are, like, 
all about like giving you an opportunity to come and learn. And we want to, we know how our people are. Right. We got to put an incentive out there that makes them not be cheap, makes them not, you know, because we, we look at it and like, just keep it real for a minute. Like we hear, I see so many people like, why y'all charging 197 to come learn? And I'm like, yo, <laughs> you understand like the type of people and the results that people get. Like I got, there's nobody that follows my training that made 200 bucks. The people that follow my training make thousands. I got guys that made a quarter million plus following my training, free training. And now what I did is I had to take on expenses. Exactly. Putting on the stage and going into MGM Grand and all those things. That's why it's a cost to it. Yep. Here's the thing I tell everybody. And I mentioned this on my Instagram live this morning. I want everybody in the building to be a part of history. Yes, you can watch this from your seat of your uh, home on a computer. History will happen live. And if you can't afford it, come anyway. I'll let you in. I've never let, I've never blocked a blessing. I've never told somebody, no, you can't come in if you can't truly afford it. Now, if you're trying to hustle me, I can spot a hustle a mile away. I'm a hustler. But if you truly can't make it, you can't, I mean, if you truly can't afford it, if you truly can't afford it, I'm all about trying to make sure that our people can get the information because I know it'll always pay back. That's how I've had so much successes because I know even with me giving the free information, it pays back. The attention and the amount of people that found me is because I gave out the free game and the information anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm challenging everybody to show up to Vegas. This is November 8th and 9th, uh, the MGM Grand. This is the historic MGM Grand. Floyd Mayweather. I mean, these are where these are where fights happen at. Mm -hmm. and, and they don't give you shit when you go to a Floyd fight. But all of all of us show up. Every black person, I see every black person in America <laughs> in, in Vegas. Half dressed, half naked, trying to look for a come up. Here's your come up. This is the opportunity. You get a two hundred dollar uh, event that actually teaches you something, and then you actually have a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars in cash. This is the type of stuff that like people need to pay attention to. It shouldn't be going out here and spending thousands of dollars for shit that gives you nothing. It is you. Uh, it leaves you ending up looking for money. This is this is not an event that's going to have you looking for money. It's going to give you ways to create money, create money long term wealth for your family, and that's what I want to do. Uh, I know uh, King Jay is on the same path as I am. We really are are, are extremely dedicated to trying to make sure our community uh, uh, gets this game, gets this information. But we got to stop like blocking ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we like if this was Miami for Freak Nick or Spring Break Everybody or something like that, yeah, it's a there. priority. Yeah, like facts. I gotta be there. It's, it's Memorial Weekend. I gotta be there. It's a fight. I gotta be there. Guess what? This is a 100K Club conference. You gotta be there. This is the event that can help you change your life, change your family legacy with two days, 16 hours from 20 plus speakers, all doing six, seven, eight figures in this business. And if you take it serious, you come and implement the strategies, the $200 that you invest will be, I mean, just a, a, a drop in the bucket to the years of success that you can have with the information. Because the one thing you can lose is money. But they, I can lose money over and over again, but they can never take this information away from me. Right. And the information and the skill set that I have now allows me to be able to go and recreate and reproduce this over and over again to where I never have to worry about where money comes from. I know I can go create a deal. I know it's a value that I can have uh, with, with what I own in my head. Like my dad always says that too, right? He said, you can't delete my hard drive. You can take everything from me, but you can't take away the hard drive. Mm -hmm. That's right. But we got we to gotta reprogram the way we think. We can't show up to all these, you know, if it's a club, a concert, or some bullshit, we want to run to it. But when it's something to truly invest in ourselves, we turn up our nose at it. Yeah. I say, hey, look, you, if it's Made in America tour, if it's Beyonce, if it's whoever, it's a priority. 
we 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 buying clothes, we buying this, we getting new shoes, we getting everything. It's a priority. Gonna spend two thousand dollars and yell at Beyonce from the back of the damn uh, venue. Man, he's pretty. He's, but he's, now it's a time to make a decision to do something different that can help you change your life. Facts, mm-hmm. and that's that's so. I got two things I want to piggyback. Like what you're saying that is like the first one is like I I was talking to hood estates about this too. Like a lot of people don't realize when you'll get people complaining about like man why he charging for two hundred x amount of x amount of dollars for me to learn something well people don't realize most of the time it a lot of times they ain't really got nothing to do with them wanting money it's just time like you know what i'm saying it's, it's so it can be so time consuming with you giving everybody this game for nothing so now when you put a price on it it gives them accountability because you know when you pay for something you feel like all right i don't want to waste my money you know what i mean and then if i charge you for something i want to be the best give you the best customer service so it gets People both. Pay. They exactly. pay attention. They pay attention exactly. So it's like it gets both parties accountability. And the second thing I want to touch on is when you talked about mindset and just pretty much reprogramming and how a lot of times, especially in our community, we got the wrong mindset with things. Like you said, we prioritize the wrong shit for real. We'd rather go party, kick it, than you know what I'm saying, come up on some bread, create wealth for our family. And I want to ask you, what do you like? What do you think is the 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 root of that? For for me personally, or or just in, in general, I think uh, I think for for our culture, mm-hmm. uh, we've always been conditioned to think less. Mm. They, they programmed us to always feel inferior. They programmed us to think that we couldn't do things of of, of dynamic magnitude. They programmed us to think that if we failed or if we had adversity, that was the end the end point for us. That's what they wanted for us. Yep. And, and for me, I just feel like I break every trend that anything that is set. I, you know, I, I, I just two uh, a couple of days ago, I found out I was on probation. I was on probation for the last two years. I built a million dollar brand while on probation. I, I have a million dollar event that's coming up while on probation. All these things I did not let barriers in my in my circumstances in life keep me from going where I, where I'm destined to be. Like we got to understand, yes. You can have a whirlwind of bad things surrounding you and happening around you, but the only way that you can overcome these things is by taking action towards what you want your future to be like. So many people live in misery and and, 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 and wanting somebody to feel bad for them. Nobody cares. Mm. Nobody cares. At the end of the day, if I didn't get up every day and bust my ass, nobody would care about where I'm at right now. If I was sitting underneath a bridge, uh, you know, homeless, it would, it, you know why it would be that way? And nobody would care. We drive past those people every single day. Facts. Mm-hmm. Why Why did I do something different? Because I knew if I didn't do anything different, wasn't nobody going to hand it to me. Man. Okay. It, like, it's my life. I I only got one opportunity at this. Mm-hmm. And, and I had already tasted success. Right. Professional athlete. I knew, I knew like, hey, I came out of North Philly. I defied those eyes. Where a lot of friends I know with crack, dope, you know, yep. y'all know the lifestyle. Yeah, I already know. So, so a lot of my people were, were focused on that, and I was just like, "Yo, if I can make it out of North Philly, move to North Carolina, always excel in sports, and, and and like you know, where most people said I wouldn't even make it out of the hood or make it out, you know, out of college, and then I just start doing all the stuff that people said I couldn't do. So, guess what? When I when I came out of jail and I overcame the domestic violence charges and I overcame all my my past mistakes, going through the counseling and doing the things that were going to truly heal me, because I think in our community 
we don't take time to for, for one own our, our our mistakes and then go back and do things that we can work on healing them. Mm-hmm. Like going and getting true counseling, we feel like counseling and things of these of that nature make you weak. Yep. Um, and, and for me, like it was extremely important because I, I I knew I had to break the cycle that happened in my family. Uh, domestic abuse was something that was like very frequent in in my family. I seen it all the time. But then I became a part of that. To make sure that I didn't continue that trend into my children, I had to do something different. I had to show them something different. I wanted my children to see something different. I wanted them to see me go through the adversity now to be able to overcome it all. I knew I had to, as a father, like I wanted to make sure that my impact would be different than what mine had left for me in that, in that aspect. So, so like I really just took a lot of accountability on myself. I took the time to say, uh, no matter how anybody may have perceived my previous actions in the past, I was going to own those. Plus, I was going to own where I move in the future. You were going to have to respect me, not only because I I, I messed up in the past, but because I owned it. And now I I really leveraged that to make sure I brought more awareness to it. I brought more uh, healing to my family. My family no longer has to live in that curse. Uh, We get to break things like that. So um, I think so many people live in shame. I think so many people live in in, uh, self-pity and doubt. Uh, I don't I don't regret anything that's ever happened to me because I know God put me through those struggles to put me exactly where I am today. Somebody else is going through something that's a lot worse and they're going to hear my story and it's going to give them inspiration to get up and make steps and take action and go through it. So uh, for me, I tell people all the time, no matter if you're going through jail or whatever, uh, if you are broke, because I felt that, and just so you guys know, when I came out of jail, I spent 63 days in jail. My bond was $1.2 million. When I got out of jail, I had nothing left. I had nothing left. My house was uh, up for foreclosure. My car was repossessed. My power, my lights, and my water were all off. I had nothing. I slept on an air mattress because the person that that I committed a domestic violence act against came in my house and stole everything. While I was in jail, literally took everything out of my house. Everything that I owned was gone. So I came home. I had to live. I I slept on an air mattress that deflated every single night. And I had to wake up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and put more air in it. I had to go outside and use the bathroom because I couldn't flush toilets in my house. And through all that adversity, I was able to overcome. Through all that adversity of knowing, like, I was just, I was basically squatting in the bank's house at that point because I was, it was just a matter of time before the sheriff came and told me I had to get out. I knew all those things were coming. And instead of feeling bad for myself, I owned mine. I went to counseling every single day, took accountability every single day, went and took action toward what I wanted my future to be like, Every fucking day, no matter what. Man, that's that's so so powerful and that's so real because, like, we always preach accountability. We always tell people, like, your situation, don't blame, don't point the finger, blame nobody else. Point the finger at yourself first before you blame anybody, you know what I'm saying? Because it's your life. You living it every single day. You got choices. Everybody got choices. So, like, what's so dope is how... You went to the NFL, which we all know that's the that's the pinnacle of like you know what I'm saying achieving like athletic success for real. And then you left the NFL, start from the bottom, and then you went to the uh, to, to the car industry, started from the bottom of that, left that, went to the real estate industry. So it's like a common pattern. What I'm saying is like your mentality is like you could constantly adapt you could be willing to start from the bottom and don't make no excuses for yourself and just build your way up every time that's what i'm noticing that's like super dope to me and like what i want to ask is like how do you feel about people that because there's people out here and i talk to them 
all the time. So that's how I know they always got like a fucking excuse for why they can't do something. And then you're hearing a story like yourself, how you just went from that to that and starting on the bottom at each level. So how do you feel about people that come with like, man, I can't do this because of this situation, because of that? How do you feel about that? It's because they've been conditioned to and trained that way. Mm. If you think of a boxer, you watch a, a boxer, what do you always see their trainer saying to them? What, what do you hear? Think about it. What do you hear a boxer's trainer say? They call him champ. Champ. Yep. They call him champ before they ever won a damn fight. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? That mentality. Getting that mentality in it's like I'm, I'm I'm a psychology major. It's like Sigmund Freud did with the dogs. I mean Pavlov with the dogs. Excuse me. Right, right. We we conditioning ourselves. We're conditioning ourselves to you know to have a response based off a trigger. Hmm. So so we're conditioned to think things are hard that 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 means success. Things are uh, unobtainable that that might look like success. That's what's happened to them. To me. Whether it was in high school, being the best player on the team, becoming an All-American in college, making it to a professional athlete, all those things, becoming the top salesperson in the auto industry for the Hendrick Automotive Group, Chairman's Club, President's Club. How did I dominate? How did I come up, you know, uh, uh, known in the real estate industry? I don't put a barrier or a limit. There's no ceiling. I walk in the room. I was talking to Jay about this the other day. And, and, and you know, Jay, he, you know, he's heavily experienced in the game. We were talking about... Uh, like ego talking, like what people mentality are. I said, I can walk in a room with, with, with 25 billionaires and I feel like I'm supposed to be there. Hmm. I never, I'm never out of place. Right. I never, I never look at somebody, you know, in, in, like in, in awe of, of their success. Right. I respect success. I respect other people's success, but I don't look at it as, it's, as if it's only meant for them. If they did it, then so can I. Facts. That's the real, that's the real shit in the world, and that's as simple as that. Like you can't look at nobody as if like they better than you or superior to you. If somebody else could do it, that should be enough motivation and inspiration for you to like see them and be like, oh, they doing it. I can do that shit too if I put my mind to it and get my ass up every day and just work towards it every single day. Like that's that's the key you just said though, bro. You know how many people aren't willing to do it every day? Most, not yeah. I, most most people not. Listen. I've had so much adversity around me this year. You, you like most people will crumble. Most people will crumble. You know why? Because they can't handle adversity. Mm. I show up every fucking day. Monday. To, what I tell you? This is a Sunday, bro. What <laughs> I tell right. you? Use a what five, five a.m. What did I tell you? Wide awake. <laughs> wow. You, you go back and check my Instagram. I did it live at six o'clock this morning. No cap. Like every day I'm live. Every day I'm active. Every day because I know what it takes for where I want to go. And if you're willing to put in the the work for where you want to go, and that was my thing for the sports and everything, I always put in the work. I wasn't the best athlete, but I worked my ass off to where people had to pay attention. I I wasn't the most knowledgeable, but I started watching enough film until where I knew enough. I consume enough information to make sure that I can put myself in a position to be successful. Right. And I'm damn sure not afraid to spend money if I think it's going to help me make Thank money. You, money. Mm-hmm. And that's something you got to be willing to do in business. you got to be willing to spend that money. And what, like, people always ask me, because like I said, I always talk about the reprogramming of my, like, if you didn't come up in a productive household or you deal with trauma, there has to be a reprogramming process that has to happen. It's mandatory if you want to change your life. People always ask, like, 
well, how do I like repro? Like, how do I do that? Like, they always ask that question. So, like, I want to ask you the same question for people that might be listening. It's like, okay, how do I reprogram my mind? You re- you reprogram your mind by 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 taking it one day at a time. Facts. So many people want to get to the end the end result before they ever can can really accomplish the, the first day, the first step. Like you can't you can't stop a crawl, walk, run, right? And and for me, it was like every single day telling myself, "Hey, I'm a winner, man." Like even though I fucked up, I, I put myself in a bad situation. I'll overcome this. I'll overcome this because guess what? I've always felt like I've been through worse. I felt like and when those times when I felt like everything was like as bad as it could possibly get, so you know, I made it out of that. I've, you know, I, I've done things that I was like extremely embarrassing and ashamed of. Um, and, and like the things that I, I know, like in my heart, I know I'm a good person. Right. I know I've made mistakes. I know my, I'm extremely emotional. Like I used to talk, talk a lot of stuff and then like somebody say something to me and I want smoke, you know? Uh, and, and it was like me making a like conscious decision to reprogram myself to like just every single day, uh, hey, Tony, take a small victory. Like, Take a small victory. You're free. You're not in jail anymore. You're home. You don't have power, water, all, all that stuff. Hey, look, you've been broke before. <laughs> you, you you don't feel like you got support right now. Guess what? You have. You feel like you didn't have support before. Make people respect you. Go out here every day and do the things that that, that will demand attention and respect. I I come out here with my head held high. I own myself every single day. Like I mean, there's there's so much stuff that I tell people about just daily accountability to yourself to hell with anybody else things to hell with how anybody else views you you have daily accountability to yourself am i doing these things you make your own checklist whatever your things are you know what's important to you you know what you're trying to do you know where you want to go you need to write i say make a checklist five or six things that that every single day you want to accomplish every day every day and then make that stuff a priority like for me, man, I had to start doing things like even like as as a father, making myself my kids like more involved because I wasn't I wasn't doing it all the time, just like getting consumed in my own stuff. Right. Like, hey, I can make sure I tell my son, hey, come give me a hug and a kiss. Putting putting an alarm clock in my phone to call my son that doesn't live with me so I can talk to him daily. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like the little things. Like sometimes you got to make sure your day doesn't go by without doing the things that's important to you. So, you know, I just really start saying every day just take the small steps. And those small steps for me just ended up taking it to where I could really grow. And 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 I don't look at, at any opportunity like it's too big or that like I can't overcome it. Because at the end of the day, when when you when you get knocked down uh and you're sitting in prison or jail, county jail, I'm sitting in county jail, which is worse than prison hell. A lot of people would have rather been in prison uh, than in county jail. County jail is like you sitting in, in a pod with, with a whole bunch of complete strangers that are nasty, disgusting, they have no no nothing, you know? Uh, and, and, you know, for me in that, in that time, like there was a lot of things that like, I felt like, man, you don't know if you're going to come home when you're buying million plus dollars, you don't know when the hell you're going home. Um, and, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's like one of those situations where you start thinking about, uh, for, for, for me, it was like, how the, am I going to do this moving forward? I can't repeat this steps. I don't want to repeat this process. This isn't going to become my norm. And, and, uh, after that, man, it was just like, yo, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not ever like going to do anything that's going to expose me to, to being in situations that's going to make me lose my, my, my freedom, uh, or the things that I worked my ass off to, to, uh, to now gain. And what's like, what's so amazing about that? Like when you think about it, is like that formula 
is the formula to really everything. You know what I'm saying? No matter what industry you're in or what you're doing, that formula, you getting up to work every day, having that mentality where I could do whatever. Ain't nothing, ain't nobody better than me. Ain't nothing I can't do. That formula is going to work for everything if you stick with it long enough and have the discipline to get up every day and work on whatever you're trying to do every single day. So that's, that discipline is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah discipline, discipline is key. And what I could appreciate most about, like, after all you done been through, like, you still make it a priority to help others and give yeah. back and share your knowledge. And, like, you know, with a lot of people in our community, they reach a certain level of success. And it's like hoarding. Yeah, hoarding. they hoard all the information. And, like, you realize <laughs> that sharing your knowledge doesn't take food off of your table. Exactly. You know, we can all grow together. We can all build together. So for you, why do you find it so important to share all that you've learned with others and help them reach the same level you reach. Let's talk about this for a minute, right? Because I think, like, we're, we're in the age of information, and this is, like, one of the realest things that, like, you know, I can never tell people is, like, some people, you know, look at, at, at information and people as competition and things of that nature. Right. I, I always tell people, I said, the, the, the U.S. Federal Reserve burns money every fucking day. Literally burning it up and creating and printing more. So to me, I can tell you everything and show you everything inside my business and, and it is never going to be, you know, I don't view anybody as competition. I, I love to see people who like literally follow exactly my blueprints of success. I see people right now who've issued challenges and done things like literally step by step the way I do, I've done it. And guess what? I say kudos to you. You see people that are having success you're supposed to mimic successful people. I remember when I was playing football, guess what I did? I watched Ray Lewis. I was a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. I did everything Ray did. It only makes sense. Yeah. You know, you follow the people that are having success. So when we talk about giving out free information, a lot of people in, in this day and age, definitely in real estate, you see it. Like they take this information, they feel like it's like you gotta be, you know, they gotta. They got to put it like in their in their pocket. They got to put it away like it's a football. Mm -hmm. and, and for me, I, I realized something pretty quickly. First off, like when I was giving all this free information, people right here in my backyard, like, you know, hundreds of them, right? Guess what? My deposits didn't slow down one bit. <laughs> like, you know, you can give, the reality is if I, if we sat in a room with a thousand people and I, and I gave every, all thousand people the same information, uh, there's probably less than 75 people to actually go out and implement and do it consistently. Mm -hmm. So to me, like, I, I don't have a fear of anybody going out here and taking away from me or anything. And then I think uh, another important aspect of this for me was uh, when I was sitting in jail, I saw a lot of people that, that had, that did a lot of things out of desperation because they didn't have the information. Mm. So, yeah. so, so if you don't want your mom house to get robbed, you don't want, you don't want the car to get jacked. Maybe those guys that does jacking cars and all that might need a little bit of information that could be uh, uh, a way that can be a, uh, a vehicle for them not to have to be doing something desperate. That's real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's real. And uh, another thing I want to ask you about was your uh, book, The Close of 21 Pro uh, Proven Secrets. So do you mind going into that a little bit? You know, that book is crazy as hell because, uh, like, y'all, my story is so deep, if y'all understand, like... Um, Wow, that book changed my life. Mm. Um, you know, just the 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 direction of my life when I was writing that book was kind of like the beginning of Tony the Closer, like really uh, forming to 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 truly 
be here for a while. Okay. Uh, and and uh, like, I'm, I'm I'm not sure how familiar you guys are, but Max Maxwell, uh, I got in the business, and this was like literally my my childhood friend, wow. and uh, <laughs> he he introduced me into the the the, uh, the 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 YouTube and the Instagram world of marketing um, uh, for for the wholesaling. And uh, it was literally uh, around this time last year, uh, October the 11th or so. I, I first like well, I started writing a book in September of last year, and I, I wrote the book uh, for one because I was fucking broke. Mm. Like, let's understand this: I was fucking broke. <laughs> uh, we're, we're trying to overcome and repay people that I had old money from, like helping bond me out of jail. And things of that nature. The first thing that was important to me was clearing up my face. Uh, so I have friends like NFL buddies and everything that 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 gave me money um, to help me get out of jail. And I'm a man of my word. I, I live on integrity and everything. So a couple of the guys that supported me uh, and, and gave me money to help me come home. Uh, one thing I want to do is make sure that that their money didn't go in vain. And what that meant was that. Um, you know, a lot of times we always want a favor. We want somebody to support us or hold us down. We ask them for a favor and then we never repay the favor. We never, you know, we never end up doing what we say. Hey, man, let me borrow $20. We never return that $20. Um, like, so for me, it was two things that was very important for me. Like, for one, like, I had made a, 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 a terrible mistake and that landed me in jail. I had people that supported me even though they didn't respect the decision that I made but they didn't. They knew I was a good person. They knew I, you know, I needed a chance to come out and, and redeem myself. Matter of fact, one of them is a real good friend of mine, Cliff Averill. Uh, he, he's a former uh, Seattle Seahawks player. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, uh, beast. He, he actually gave me bond money. Mm. And uh, like when I got out, and I went through counseling and all those things, like I started my probation. A uh, couple things, like one of them was I, I took a. I wanted to I wanted to get the probation and all that stuff off me as quickly as I possibly could, and I had legal fees and things of that nature I had to pay. So uh, as I was grinding and doing deals, I was paying all those things off. Uh, you know, I was just getting everything off my back. I was, I put a priority to to get the legal off me, right? Um, so I, I I took care of all the probation. I paid all these people back, and then the first thing I did is I wanted to start prioritizing the people that had invested their money into my freedom. And uh, uh, so I, I was literally like grinding out, trying to do deals. Um, and, and, and every deal was like, I'm paying somebody back. Like I, I was literally not, not a dollar going to me. I'm, I remember when I, I gave Cliff April $10,000, um, I had literally just got $11,000 check and I gave him 10. <laughs> and, and, you know, a lot of times people are, let me give you five and I give you five later. I, it was a priority to me to say, hey, man, you took care of me. You made sure I was good. Let me give you your money. Like that, like, you know, right now, let me find you. Let me give you your money. And and, and I think what it did for me, like, for, for like, mindset was it, it helped me start reorganizing priorities in the, in the code, doing things the right way. But I, I, I was broke again. I got $1,000 left to my fucking name. I was broke again and I had just left an investor carrot meeting. Um, and I remember Trevor saying, 
that he had a ghostwriter. And uh, and I was like, interesting, because I've been thinking about these uh, tips that I, I had wrote all these tips down. Like I had all my tips, my sales tips that uh, I had put together. And I was like, man, what if I could put this shit in like a quick little something? And I knew uh, Max had the, the We Live event coming up. I said, what if I can put this together and like sell it for like 30 bucks or 400 people that's going to be there? I can do some math real quick. I said, I can come out the hole a little bit. And uh, I put together the same strategies and the tips that I was using in the car industry to help me be extremely successful. Just mindset. Uh, think how, how I just uh, approach the sales process. And I put it out and it went nuts. The, like the success people had went nuts. And I went from, um, I remember the first day that the sales opened up and um, <laughs> it was a cool story. I was so broke at the time. Like all the money I told you guys had went straight directly into like producing the book. Like I literally paid the full, I, I, I actually, the, the book cost twelve fifty to make. Uh, I actually paid the, uh, the full thousand to uh, the ghostwriter. And when my first round of sales came out, I paid them off. Mm. Uh, I actually had a friend that let me use their car. They let me use their car. So like now I'm like, I'm, in, I'm on a ClickFunnels account. I'm like, I'm all in. This is something I tell people all the time. Like, don't be afraid to fucking go all in. Mm. Because I was going all in every single time because I knew like if you bet on yourself and you do it like, you know, with 100% conviction, you can get the results that you want. So I go and create the ClickFunnels account and boom, 25000 Boom. This is like the money's flowing in off a fucking $37 book, y'all. <laughs> crazy. Let me tell you a crazy story. That book has grossed well over a half a million dollars. Damn. That is amazing. Well, the book became an Amazon bestseller. Um, and, and, and like the big thing about it was the fact that it gave like real value. It right. gave people like things that they can really focus on uh, because I think in wholesaling and, and just in general, people like always overlook the sales process. They look at the sales process as cheesy or, or, or nasty or whatever. And I tell people like selling is helping and I don't have a problem with selling anybody anything because a lot of times like people are out here looking actively for things that can help them solve problems. If you help people solve problems effectively, um, that's selling. And if you can get people to uh, the, the now feel comfortable with making a decision with you, like you, you'll be able to cash and make as many uh, checks and, and make as much money as you'll always uh, be able to handle in your life. Man, you, 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 I got to salute you, bro. You a beast with the, with the, the book. Like I said, you got a you got a hell of a story, man. That's a, that's a hell of a uh, like steadily bounce back story from each and everything you go through. That's 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 amazing, bro. But you I don't quit. I'm relentless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't quit. Yeah. And uh, so I, I got, uh, I got one. I, I had one more question. I can't remember what it was. Damn, I hate when I do this, man. I get, I be, I be listening too hard. Then I be like, damn, I forgot what I was about to say. But uh, damn, I, I can't even remember what I was about to say, bro. Yeah. I ask the question. Yeah. So um, I know like one of the biggest parts of your story is you went to the NFL and for like a lot of young men in our community, that's um like their meal ticket. That's like what everybody strives for. NBA. NFL. Yeah, like um, doing that. That's like for them, that's their way out. But for you, you found success in real estate and um, in the auto industry and doing other things besides like, like that wasn't, you know, like your main pillar of success. So what would you tell those young men in our community 
as far as um focusing on other different streams of revenue to actually find success instead of you know just focusing on being an athlete well i think i think like one of the things is to understand that it's, it's a numbers game for the NFL and the sports, right? Like, how many people are they actually putting on the team? How many people on the active rosters, things of that nature? When you start understanding the numbers game, the numbers don't work in your, your favor at all. Um, like, the NFL has a 53-man roster, but at the in January, guess how many people are actually on the roster? It's 90. So they start with 90, and they cut down to 53. 48 of those guys probably were on the team the year before. Uh, so you're bringing in, you know, 45 to 50 guys, to potentially fight for four to five spots, six spots, maybe. So you're always fighting on a very limited, you know, like, and, and then the guys that are pros and you hear, you've heard a name for a while, they ain't going nowhere. All right. So what happens is you got, you get caught in a wash of trying to figure out how you fit into a, a system that ain't really designed to have a bunch of people in it. And you got to be one of the lucky ones that don't get hurt, uh, find the right fit coaches all on your side and everything. And, and, you know, I just, you know, for me, man, I just tell people, man, really make it the honest, uh, uh, understanding this. For one, one thing that really opened up my eyes is when I realized that you can create so much wealth in real estate uh, without having a sore body being beat up or anything like that. That I think that was like one of the things that really just is, is amazing for me is the fact that I realized how much capital can be made in this industry. Um I think a lot of times we think that we need to have tons of money to get started in this business. That was one of the things, even with having a father who was in the business, I was like intimidated in real estate because I thought I had to have 40, 50, 100, 200, $300,000 or more to get started. And when I started doing deals and I was broke as hell and I was putting that money in my pocket, I was like, whoa, this business is for me. And I was like, yo, let me tell everybody about what the hell I'm doing because this shit, like, before they change their mind and, and like, let's get, let's get us all on board. It's just how I'm programmed. I'm not one that's like, you know, I'm the only one supposed to get it. And I'm going to point and look at you and look at you struggle. Like, I, I really, like, I'm about my people. And there's a lot of people that can say they about the people and all that shit. But, like, I'm really about the people. I really take the time to, to go through. I spend hours among hours trying to get a game. And I really want people to come to Vegas and get the game. I, like, I want people to come not only just for the game, but to be a part of history. Because, like, it's a black ran event. Right. This is my first event. We got Dana Chanel, who's a young superstar, mm-hmm. Ronnie Brown, um, the All In Entrepreneurs, Brian Arigbu, uh, Byron Investor, Chris Bruce, uh, Elijah Rubin, Octavius, and Nick out there in Cali. I mean, yeah. the list is absolutely bonkers. The young, I mean, we got millennial guys. We got everybody. We got everybody. And, and, and the reality is that for two days, you get to come and get that game, and, and we want to, like, we're giving it to you. That's like, it's really for free. Because, like, people don't understand, like, yeah, you're paying $200, you're really paying for the damn lights and the building and all the other shit. Because at the end of the day, I, I shouldn't have to pay for that for you. Straight up. I get, mm-hmm. I, I'm giving everything else to me because the price of the ticket could be a lot more. Um, but, but, easily. <laughs> like, easily, but I didn't want it. To, that's not what my intent is. Right. My intent was, like, for it to be an environment that would catch attention. It has to be somewhere that people want to go, and it has to be an attention grabber. Okay. Uh, so why not go to where everybody wants to go anyway? They say, what happens here stays here, but we're going to actually let you guys leave with the information. You're going to leave with the information that's going to be a life and a legacy changer for you. Um, we about the exact same shit. That's why we started this podcast. Just have people like you and others, as well as ourselves, give information. Give game to people, because there's so many people. Now, even though we in the information age, there's so many people that still be like, 
They they still don't believe it. They like, you know, I don't see it. So when you got hella people that you can see, you got access to that look just like you. Mm-hmm. And they telling you how they did, they always done. You can't it's no excuses. You can't make an excuse. So it's like either you're gonna do it or you know what I'm saying? Or after that the responsibility is on you. Yeah, exactly. Just do it to be quiet. It's amazing confidence builder. It gives you like I think like one of the things that it does it gives you uh, confidence because you can see somebody that you can resonate with that that you go wow okay well if Tony the closer went from jail to exactly. to you know successful and I know I I can potentially do it and that's what I want to do like I, I I don't I don't want anybody to go around and think that that this stuff isn't for them or is impossible to overcome adversity. Uh, because they made a mistake. Like our 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 our, our black ma- uh, male community, uh, just through the years has been just like through uh, mass incarceration and everything else has been just like completely just like ravished. And 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 I think one of the things that I take a lot of pride in is is because I, I overcame that and God gave me the ability to still be able to have my voice and not let any of my dumbass actions of the past been to where I had put my hands on somebody and murdered them or, or whatever. I have an opportunity to have my voice still heard where people can see a story that now came through uh, multiple levels of failure, multiple levels of success. But guess what? Through it all, through all the adversity, through all the things, through all the, you know, having friends, losing friends, like family issues, everything. Yo, I've had it all. Everything. It's all happened. Everything that was supposed to go wrong went wrong. And guess what? I'm still fucking here. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I look at my bank account. I, I, I wired out $150,000 a week. Do you understand? I was dead broke last year trying to write a book. That's, that's crazy. A year. A year. So what, what, can a, what can a year be like in difference for you if you make a commitment to go every damn day and go hard? Damn. Every day. Mm-hmm. Most people would have told you, hey, look, nah, man, I don't do nothing on Sundays. That's my off day. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. You ain't lying. You ain't lying, bro. <laughs> I don't have a problem putting in work any day of the week. I don't have a problem with, with, with going out here because I'm not where I want to be at. Mm. Until they talk about me like they talk about Jay-Z or Beyonce or somebody like that, I ain't where I want to be at. Mm. Like, it's a mindset. It's a mentality. And if you're okay with the grind, like, yo, it's, it's going to get you where you want to go. Be, be okay with the work. Be okay with a little bit of struggle. Yo, I dusted myself off after every time I got hurt, every time I got my feelings hurt, every time I took an L, I dust myself off, and we're going to go get it again. Every time. And again. And again. <laughs> and again. Really? Bloody lips, everything. Let's go. Because this, this life right here for me is one that I'm going to leave an example of my children never fucking quit. I say it so frequently on Instagram. I'm like, never quit. Never quit. No matter what. You ain't got a deal yet. You've been struggling. You've been trying it for longer, this and that. Go try to do it for 31 days straight. If you do it for 31 days, now you try to do it for 60 days straight. Now you try to do it for 90 days straight. Now you try to do it for six months straight. Do it for a year straight. My one year made me a millionaire. One year. One year. No excuses for nobody. One year while on probation. While on probation. Like, th- think about that, though. Like, just think about this. Like, fully grasp it. 
on pro basis. While, while there's still people that judge me because I made mistakes in my past. Exactly. While people still say, well, his dad is supporting this guy and his dad is doing, like all the little riffraff BS, all the shit that goes around me doesn't matter. I know who I am. I'm securing who I am. Right. I never put on a I never put on a facade or a fake for anybody. I stand exactly where I am, who I am, proud of who I am. And I think more when more people take that approach, that initiative, to yeah, I probably did things that I can't be proud of all the time or whatever, but you're not gonna shame me for it. Right. You're not gonna hold me back for it. Because if you don't want me in a room, I'm gonna go make my own fucking room. Mm-hmm. You don't want me in your event, I go make my own fucking event. And it's gonna be bigger. And it's gonna be better. And everybody's gonna be talking about it. And you ain't gonna be there. So I just challenge people like to really like take control of like what you want your life to look like. Take control of your own destiny. It's your responsibility. Nobody else's. Nobody. Nobody gonna do this stuff for you. Like it, it, as much as you say that you want to have success, or you say you want to win, or you say you you. You you got drive and determination or whatever that you say it is, show it to yourself every day. Don't quit. Grind. Get up every day when you don't want to. Go do the shit that you've been trying to uh, procrastinate on. Mm. Go do it. Mm. Make it a habit. When I did my 31-day challenge in July, I did a 31-day challenge. I gave my whole game away for free. 31 days. I, I showed up every fucking day and did a challenge. Every single day for 31 days straight, I gave out free education live for over three to 500 people every day on, on the Zoom call. Damn. That's crazy. Think about that. And on that 31-day challenge, there was millions of dollars that was made for free. For free. Let me tell you something, though. If you put your time in, if you go and let somebody see that, all because all I want to do is give them the understanding of of, of, of commitment and, and consistency for 31 days. Because if I program you to work like I work, which is every day, consistently every day, then guess what? In a year from now, you ain't going to be worrying about the same stuff you're worrying about now. You have different things that, that'll be uh, problems. Because the broke won't be a problem anymore. Right. If you go in this business and take a, 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 a everyday approach to it, and you go bust your ass every day, there's no way you can't get results. I don't care who you are, what market you're in. There's no way you're gonna find a deal. Mm-hmm. It might not be. In, it might not be in your first thirty days. It might take you sixty, maybe ninety. But if you do it every day, you're gonna find you some money. Sure, I, I, I agree with that a thousand percent. No, man. That's, <laughs> and it like, and that's the like with all that being said. That's like really the perfect way to close it for real. Like, because I love this accountability talk. Like I love, I love that accountability talk, man. Cause that's all me. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Cause people are like people will find like some people will just find a way to not be responsible. They will find a way to like, nah, that was this happened. Like, bro, you got choices, bro. We all got choices. Every mm-hmm. single day, we got choices, bro. And that, and, that, and that's a fact. And and you know, like like even for like my my me going to jail, I got cheated on, broke my heart. That didn't make my actions right. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are like, well, she cheated. Nah. Bro, it don't matter what happened. You right. own and be accountable for your own action. Facts. Period. Facts. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, nah, like ain't no, oh, well, this person did or that. Like, like, yo, own it. Um, you did it, own it. Yep. No excuse, no nothing. Like, yo, I, I made a mistake. I own it. I'm a I'ma continue to own it. And and until, you know. People really grasp the concept of ownership and accountability. 
You know, yeah. they own them two things right there. They whole life going to change. change. Facts. Yep. And people, and last thing is for real, people don't realize that's where you get the that's where the power comes in. At. When you take that accountability and be like, because taking accountability gives you control now. Now you know, like, oh, this on me. So now I gotta do this. I gotta, you know, what I'm saying this ain't nobody else's fault. I got the power, so nobody else got power over me. But people don't realize that part. They just be like, man, I don't want to take the blame. So that's facts, man. And yep, yep. And then uh, in wrapping up, before we uh, let you go, man, just uh, if people want to get tickets to the event, they want to get your book, find you on social media, get more information about you, all that stuff. Do you mind just giving the, the information for the people? Yeah, uh, I think one of the easiest ways to find me would be on IG, and that's uh, my Instagram handle is Tony the Closer underscore. Um, uh, my YouTube is Tony the Closer as well, T O N Y uh, T H E C L O S E R. Um, I have the Closer Club podcast. Um, you can go to TonyTheCloser.com and find uh, the my my ebook is actually free right now. Uh, so so my $37 book that got me out the hole and out the mud, <laughs> you guys go get that uh, for free. Um, and and uh, the, yeah, man, just lock in with me. Anybody, I'd be glad to you know provide any value I can. Yep. Uh, we, we, we're excited about this event. The, the event's website is 100kclubconference.com, 100kclubcon. F E R E N C. I think I spelled conference right. Yeah, I think I, you did. I, yeah. I'm talking about dome. <laughs> they get it. Uh, but, but if I mess it up, don't judge me. I did it off the dome. Uh, Siri wasn't here to correct me. <laughs> Wasn't a spell check. But, yo, I want y'all to all come and show love. Yeah. This will be a historic event. We are giving away $100,000 in cash. Um, lives will be impacted and changed. Uh, I can't wait to meet and see all the beautiful brown and black faces all in Vegas because the reality is I know that's who's showing up. Y'all yep. not going to spend it on some bullshit. Y'all sure. going to come and get this yep. game. Yep. We going to change some lives. You can be able to go back home and share the game with your family, and then your family going to be able to go and work together and implement this stuff. Y'all going to stop making thirty and 40000 a year, and you're going to make that in one assignment deal, and you're going to know how to make this money consistently change legacies and build your family. Uh, I appreciate both of you for having me on here. Uh, much love. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys continue to do this. I think this is a good, a good, amazing job. Keep supporting each other and keep winning. Definitely, it's bro. our turn. Yeah, it's our turn, bro. We appreciate you, bro. We definitely appreciate you, man. We'll definitely be keeping in touch with you. All right, now. Yes, sir. Right, you have a good one. And that was another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast with Tony, the closer. And like he said, uh, the event is next month, so he gave out the uh, site. It's at, uh, we said, 100kclubconference.com mm-hmm. to get the tickets he want to go. Also, he gave out the information for his book and all that good stuff. So if you got any questions, you want to hit him up. He gave out his info. You can reach out to him. And then wrapping up, for those who don't know, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. And D, what's your info? You can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent or Kent Real Estate. And you can find me on Twitter at Deanna S. Kent. And that's all we have for you guys. Appreciate y'all for listening. See y'all next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next till I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk because you're too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. Oh, a lot of shit on the way. On the way.